0: Well, hello everyone and welcome to Get Podcasts. I'm Tim Malone, executive coach and owner of Your Life's Direction, an executive coaching and learning and development provider and an HR consulting firm. I always ask this question at the beginning of each podcast, what is a Get Podcast? Well, a Get Podcast is, as the name suggests, a place where learners can gather, empower, and transform together through a series of insightful podcast discussions with expert leaders from all backgrounds and from all industries. As we continue to discuss leadership today, I am pleased to be joined by Darrell Rodriguez. Darrell has a degree in information systems with a concentration in cybersecurity. Daryl has spent the last 10 years working in the technology space and has been an individual contributor in her previous positions. Daryl is also a wife and mom to an eight-year-old son. Daryl, welcome to today's podcast, and I am thrilled to have you.
1: Thank you for having me, Ken. I'm glad to be here.
0: Good. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time. As I said earlier, the focus of these Get Podcasts is all about leadership. And Daryl, you and I both know that leadership is an extremely broad topic, and we could spend hours talking about the differing aspects of leadership. And in our inaugural podcast, our our guest spoke broadly about leadership and is is a self-described leader of others. But for today's discussion, you are going, well, you do, you not only are going to, but you bring a very unique perspective. Today, our discussion is going to be discussing leadership, but it's gonna be from the perspective of a follower. And as I said a minute ago in the intro, as a, as a, you know, you've worked for a number of years in in, in, in the systems um, area, an in information systems area, but you've always done that from, you've been, been an individual contributor. And so you do have a real unique perspective. Um, I also said, though, that you are a wife and a mom to an eight-year-old son. So I don't want listeners to think that while you haven't while you haven't had a formal position as a leader in an organization, you probably would still consider yourself a leader. Tell us about that.
1: Absolutely. I am definitely a leader because I'm raising a person who I want to be a kind and functional member of society. So I have to lead him in how to conduct yourself in how he learns and things like that i i lead by example i try not to just tell him things but i know that if i show him how to interact with others if i show him just how to be that way he'll learn from example he'll see it he'll understand it and i i like for him to ask me questions about everything and if i don't know we'll find it out together so I definitely know that when it comes to being a leader, I'm a leader in my family.
0: Yeah, it makes me think. Um, I love the way that you said that, that y- you want him to follow the things that you're doing. I'm thinking about that phrase that more is caught than taught, you know, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: And, <laughs> and the, other, the other thing that I reminded is there's that old adage that says who you are speak so loudly I can't hear a word you're saying so that you know along the same lines your son is going to learn more about who you are and what you do and and what you verbally say um he's going to learn more from that than watching you than anything
1: absolutely I I've learned that too like actions speak louder than words and that's always something I have in the back of my head. So I'm like, I can tell him anything I want, but if I show him, that's what sticks.
0: Yeah, that's so great. Love it. Um, so, so Daryl, let's talk a little bit about that. Again, here we are. I said, <clears throat> excuse me. I said that we were going to talk from the uh, perspective of a follower and I've got you speaking on behalf of leaders. Um, it's hard to separate those two, isn't it? Particularly when you are, when you do consider yourself a leader, it's just not an easy thing to separate.
1: Oh no, it's it's not easy to separate because if you start following from that person's example or someone is following your example, it's just, it's a trend that keeps going. Yes. So sometimes you don't realize where the leader in you or the follower kind of meet. Yeah. You just a little both all the time.
0: Yes, exactly. But so, yeah, so if you could really think about your those formal positions that you have been in where you have been that, that individual uh, contributor that I spoke about, I, I'd like to start off with, um, with a question just about like, what do you, you, you work successfully, you're working successfully in a lot of different environments. You've had a lot of different positions. So as an individual contributor who has been led by others, What what do you look for in a leader?
1: When it comes to a leader, for me, it's someone who, like I said, leads by example. They're willing to put themselves in my shoes so they can understand where I'm coming from and then try to guide from that perspective. I've learned that leaders who have been in my position or are empathetic to it, Understand what difficulties I may be coming across or what challenges, so they make it easier for me as the employee or the follower to go along with what's happening or what needs to be done.
0: So you, you don't, you you don't. Um, I mean, you're not reading enough if you're not seeing how important today's leaders are with regard to empathy. You mentioned walking in walking in your shoes and really seeing it from your perspective. And, and I always say that I think it's really impossible to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. But I think we should get really, really close to walking a, a mile in another person's shoes. But that idea of, if that idea of empathy, why why is it so important for a leader to do that? What 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 and, and what does it show you about a leader's ability to do that?
1: For me, empathy is the difference between a leader and a boss.
0: Okay. Because okay. a
1: boss doesn't need to be empathetic. A boss can tell you what to do and leave it at that and leave you to figure it out for yourself while a leader wants to take the time to understand their, their side and your side. They want to take the time to see if they can understand you as much as possible. That way they can help you along as opposed to telling you to deal with it.
0: Okay. Okay. So so then in that in that example, if you could get really specific, what would you want a leader to do for you? So let's say there is something that you don't understand. Let's say that there like the, a leader does give you um, something to do. It's asked to do. So what what specifically are the kinds of things that you would want a good leader to do in that kind of a situation?
1: For me, information is a big thing. So any leader that can give me as much detail as possible, that is something that I truly respond to. You give me all the details and you allow me to ask questions, even if it seems like something, it would be very simple to you or oh, well, you should just already know this. You allow me to ask those questions just in case, just so I know that I understand fully what you're asking. So a leader to me is informative.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like, you know, we're in a workplace, a workplace that is made up primarily of adults. and yes. <laughs> And so you're exactly... You're, you're laughing. I mean, you're laughing because it's obvious, but it's, it's amazing at how many people really forget that. Um, so so yeah, information sharing, details. Tell me everything that I need to know. Don't don't make me guess. Um yes. so yeah, so that and and I love what you said, your the ability to ask questions. Yeah, oh, because yeah. you can have questions. You're you're being you're coming from a place of being interested and in doing a good job and doing a, a job complete. And so that, that ability to understand thoroughly, yeah, is really critical.
1: Absolutely. And I want to be able to give you what you're asking for in its entirety. Yeah. I don't want to have to constantly redo simply because I didn't take two seconds to ask a question.
0: Yes. Yeah. So so the, the more that the leader does those kinds of things, kind of meets you where you are, expresses you know a great deal of empathy does put themselves as much as they can in your shoes what what messages do you receive from that from the leader what 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 does that say to you about not just about the leader but how he values he or she values you so what are the messages
1: hmm. I'm, I'm big on honesty, even if it's criticism or even if you don't know how to sugarcoat it, just be honest with me and open and we can figure it out from there because I'm all about communication and openness. So the message doesn't always have to be positive. It just has to be truthful.
0: Yeah, really, really important message doesn't have to be positive, but it does have to be truthful. Yes. If if it's negative and truthful, what's the message
1: there? There's a learning experience there because if it's negative, but you're being honest with me, I may not like what you have to say, but if you're in a place where you honestly, where you want to help, or you want to be honest, then I can take it and understand how you're giving it to me. That for me has always helped with growth and just learning because it's like, Daryl, you suck at this. Okay, well, I know that I suck, but now I know that there's more for me to learn.
0: Yeah, well, and probably, probably if it's a really good leader, they've not delivered that message that way. I mean, again, from an honesty perspective, they're sharing where maybe you missed the mark, where you didn't meet expectations, but let's do this again. And this time, I know, I know based on this feedback now, you'll be successful.
1: Absolutely. It's more of, all right, so I've seen you do this one thing in particular. And as I watch you do it, here's where I see that you could do better. And you need to stop doing this one particular thing altogether. It's not helpful to you. It's not helpful to the assignment. Don't do it. Or you're doing it very incorrectly. Here's how to do it a better way. Or yeah. if you find a better way, do that instead.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I really hope no one would ever kind of look at me and go, you suck. <laughs> I would rather it be, here's what you're doing wrong. Here's what you're doing right. Or here's what you're doing wrong. You're not doing anything right at this time, but there's ways to make it better.
0: Well, we should invite our followers. If you're listening to our listeners, if you're listening today and you've been told that that kind of a message, you suck, put it, you know, let us know because I'm sure that, I'm sure, I'm sure that that exists out there somewhere in the world today, which is really unfortunate, which is why we're talking about this very thing, not only about leadership, but leadership from a follower's perspective. Um I I, I want to go back to those messages. Um the the message that I think is an important message from a leader perspective is I trust you. I trust you. What what conveys um a leader's trust in you?
1: Hmm.
0: When I am getting... told you I would go off script a bit. Sorry about that.
1: It's okay. You're throwing me yeah. for a loop, but that's good. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I know a leader trusts me when they give me a an assignment and it's after I've proven myself to them. They give me an assignment and they, when I go to ask a question of how it should be done, they look at me and say, I know you'll do it the way it needs or... I have full faith in you and once I get it back if there's any problems I'll let you know but you haven't given me problems in the past just do it how you always do it or this is new I would like your opinion.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, trust, credibility. I mean that is a that is a those things are important. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit of, more about trust again from from your perspective. When, when you're, when you're, um, you know, following a leader and, and for whatever reason, the the leader loses your, your trust, what happens? Like the, the absence of, of trust is just, yeah, like tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, for me, it's always how they lost my trust. If If it's on a personal matter and I've spoken to them about something, they lost my trust that way. I don't really think there's a way to build it back, to build it back. But professionally, if they've done something to break my trust professionally, I'm willing to let it build back. But it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of communication and a lot of effort on their end in order to build it back professionally.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, from a leader perspective, trust is really, or from a follower perspective, I should say, trust yeah. is really important. It's really fragile, so much so that it takes a long time to earn. So you better treat it carefully. Fragile is fragile, so you better treat right. it. You know, with with the kind of of respect, you need to treat people with respect, so that the so that the the trust is not lost. And I, and I like. And I like the way that you answered the question about it being repaired, because I think you're right, you know, depending on, depending on the reason, building trust back is really hard.
1: Yes. And as the follower, you're in a more vulnerable position. So that, that trust is so fickle and so fragile.
0: Yeah. What, 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 what makes it so much different from a follower's perspective than a leader's perspective?
1: Because if they break my trust, I can think about ways of trying to repair it and they can work on um, doing things to repair that relationship. But if I break their trust, they can easily just fire me. And (laughs) they don't, yeah, they don't have to take the time to rebuild the trust. They can go, I see that you're not trustworthy. I can't trust you anymore. So I can't have you in this position.
0: Okay. But
1: as the follower, you can't tell them, I don't want you to be my boss anymore. You need to find a new position. But I mean, you could you could always leave as the follower. But there's nothing else you could do that reprimands them.
0: Yeah. Okay. So so let's let's use that word again. Let's talk a little bit about the difference between a boss, the leader. That was something that you talked about. You know, maybe ten minutes or, or so. You brought that up. What is the difference between a boss and a leader?
1: for me a boss is someone who can just tell you what to do they don't they haven't always been in the position that you're in um within the company they don't know how to do the job that they want you to do they simply tell you all the aspects of it they tell you what is needed and what is necessary but they're No, there's nothing to follow. They don't communicate well with you as to your performance and how things are going, good or bad. And they aren't someone that you can trust or rely on. Whereas a leader, they're around when you need them and they make themselves available to you to speak to, to get feedback from. They would like your feedback as well. But a boss doesn't always see the need for that. You're his follower, you're his employee or their employee, excuse me. And that's it. You don't matter beyond that.
0: Okay. So, so, well, obviously, there's a real personal nature to the role of a leader. But a leader, mm-hmm. here are a couple of things that I heard you say a leader is an empower, a leader is. A leader is a um, performa performance management perspective. It's not just somebody who's telling you whether or not you're doing a good job or an effective job. That's part of it, but they're giving you coaching. They're giving you feedback on a regular basis in the moment. So there's an encouraging aspect of that. There's a developing nature to the to the relationship. Well, and it's a relationship that that the that the leader has has with you, the follower. Um, I mean, maybe you can just sum it up right there that it's a relationship. A leader, yes. builds, a leader builds relationships with those that he or she manages leads, and I, maybe that's another difference. I have have always heard that a a um, a boss manages the work, but a leader really leads people.
1: I absolutely agree with that.
0: Yeah, and as a result, work still gets done, but it's getting. The work is getting done in such a well. The whole atmosphere, the whole culture um, becomes different. Um, sure. So, so, so yeah. So it's also been said this whole conversation about about bosses and leaders. Um, I want to get your take on this, um, Daryl. You've heard this before. You've heard that people don't leave jobs; they leave bosses. Yes. How does that, how does that strike you? What, what, yeah. How does that strike you?
1: It rings true. (laughs) I have seen it and I've done it myself. You can have the easiest job in the world, but if the person you are working for makes it difficult, you will absolutely want to leave. It doesn't matter what the job is. You, if the person is toxic or they aren't, They aren't doing things as a leader would, and they're just that boss who manages the work, then you're going to want to leave. But you can have a very stressful and difficult job, but if you have a leader, you have someone to show you that it can still get done, that don't give up, they want to motivate you, they want to keep you going, it makes it so much easier to do a stressful job just because that's not another battle you have to fight against someone they're helping you to fight.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um so let's keep going with this cuz I like it. Uh you also said a minute ago when um I was asking you uh, you know about the difference. You also there was there was something that you said that a leader allows you to provide feedback. A leader A leader provides you the opportunity to provide input. Um, What what makes a leader, what makes you feel comfortable doing that with a leader versus the boss?
1: Oh, I'm comfortable doing that with a leader because they're humbled by it. They don't get angry or upset. They don't get overjoyed whatever feedback you have to give, they're open to hearing it and they're humbled by it. And they are willing to, to take the criticism or take the compliment and stride. It's just for them, it's also a learning experience that they're open to, as opposed to a boss who's like, why do I care what you think? (laughs) A boss sometimes doesn't want to know what your thoughts and opinions are because it won't help them move up in their position it won't give them any type of reward there so there's no point to it So
0: you're and i almost hear you saying that a boss is really in it for themselves and you know if there's nothing in it for them then that's probably that's probably when they lose interest where where the leader is is uh, and, and again, your word humbled by it um, you know who can take both both constructive feedback but also who can really really value and appreciate appreciative um, feedback, even coaching. Is it possible to is it possible to or maybe have you ever had a leader that you actually have provided coaching to? Like, in other words, you know, you're my boss. Or you're my, I shouldn't say you're my leader and you've created this environment and I'm able to come to you and I'm able to say, hey, Daryl, would you be open to some feedback and coaching? I, I would love to, I would love to share with you my thoughts. Um, have you ever had the opportunity to do that? And what, what made the leader so receptive?
1: I was able to do this once <laughs> Okay, and I did it with her because she was new to her position and I'd been at the company just a little bit longer. And she was just kind of asking me because we'd been, we'd been talking and open and we had struck a a nice work relationship, but she kind of, um, she was doing things and she just kind of asked me what I thought, like, is this what the last person did? Or am I like, am I wrong in this? And I was just letting her know, like, you're doing a great job. You are. It's just, maybe you could do this a little bit better because you're our leader. And we're supposed to follow what you're doing and what you say. So maybe be a little more stern or things things of that nature. And she was able to take that receptively. Like, she took that in the best way. Because she was nervous and very soft-spoken and i'm like it's okay to like get your big girl voice it's okay to speak speak out and speak loudly and it's what we expect of you so it's okay to do that i love
0: that i love really love that example what um what how did how did she how did she value you for the remainder of the time that you work together
1: we we had a great relationship and we still do yeah yeah I talked to her every once in a while but yeah
0: it was no you finished your thought
1: (laughs) it was it was odd telling someone who is in charge what to do
0: yeah
1: or what I thought and not have to worry um that they would be upset by it or that I would suffer because of it.
0: Yeah. What's even more powerful in your story, um, Daryl, is it sounds like your leader actually gave you permission. They actually asked for the feedback. And that is something that I regularly tell leaders that I work with. Um, is if you're trying to create an inclusive environment and you're trying to create an environment where where, you know, people's voices are valued. Ask them, ask for their input, ask for their feedback. If you want a coaching rich environment in the company that you're working in, and the organization that you're with, uh, create an environment where you're asking regularly for coaching. Leaders don't know everything. Leaders don't know everything. And it's so exciting when they're coming again from that same place of humility that you talked about a minute ago. Um, you know, why, why that becomes so important to ask leaders, leaders who ask for feedback. I'm so encouraged by, by that answer.
1: Oh, I, I like leaders who ask questions and who take the time. The best for me is if I ask you a question and expect you to know it and you as my leader go, you know what? I don't know either. Let's go find out. Let's go figure this out together because then I'll know for the future and we'll both have that information.
0: I mean, you said this earlier, but what you just described again is the leader who's honest, who's honest to say, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let Yeah. Let's go find out together.
1: Oh, yeah. I I like to say I value honesty in the biggest way mm-hmm. and brutal, blunt, flat, however you want to give it to me, as long as you're honest. I, I'll take it. That's right. So
0: um, Daryl, we're coming to to the end of our time together. I'm curious to know is there anything anything else that you would say from you know, something really important from a leader perspective um, from or from a follower perspective to leaders who might be listening. Um, what What else would you share from your perspective that you would want all leaders? Uh, to know about how they lead and about who they are as a leader?
1: Well, first, when it comes to who they are as a leader, be someone who's kind first. Mm -hmm. Because you can be angry or rude or mean, and that will always stick. But if you're kind first, before that happens, then you've left a path for an open relationship. You left a path for... For a relationship at all, mm-hmm. like once you start with kindness and sternness, you've you've built a proper foundation. And just take the time to at least try to understand from other perspectives. As a leader, if you want to lead, you have to know where they're coming from in order for them to follow.
0: So I'm hearing be kind, mm-hmm. understand from their perspective. And if you at least do those two things, and of course, let's not forget, and be honest, um, that that you would follow you would follow that leader anywhere. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. All right, good. Well, um, Daryl. Thanks so much for being a part of our discussion today. I'm happy that um, you you accepted my invitation to have this conversation. Um, Thank you for being my guest today. You'll have to come back as we continue to unfold this discussion on leadership. If there's an opportunity for us to have a second discussion, I'd love for you to come back and and join us again. Your insights have been really um, important to, to to our conversation. They've been been very insightful. So thank you. And thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. For all of our listeners out there, I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. As always, if you ever have questions about your leadership, ways to improve your effectiveness, please feel free to reach out to me, Tim Malone, through my website at Your Life's Direction. If you're a business leader wanting to improve your culture and engage your workforce from a place of effectiveness, you can reach out to me there as well. Thank you, everybody who listened to our podcast today. Uh, Thanks to you all. We'll see you next time. And Daryl, thanks again for being with me today.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Tim.